So uh, this morning I've been walking around the Plitvis National Park, a beautiful series of lakes and amazing waterfalls here in Croatia. Uh, and I thought I'd do an intro to this interview. So this is with Dr. Luis Eduardo Luna. Um, I first came across his work with the book Ayahuasca Visions, where um, Pablo Amaringo, a Peruvian shaman, uh, began painting or attempting to uh, use paint to visually represent some of the landscapes that he encountered in the Ayahuasca ceremony. Um, and uh, Luis Eduardo Luna uh, collaborated with him on that. Um, and since then, I've been uh, following his work. He was one of the first to publish and uh, to study um, ayahuasca in the Amazon basin um, and the indigenous cultures using it there. I believe his first publication was in 1986 on the subject. So he's been at it for a long time. He spent a lot of time in the Amazon um, trying to understand these compounds, these substances, their indigenous use, their historical use, and all those sorts of things. So. Um, he was one of the presenters at the Beyond Psychedelics conference in Prague uh, at the end of June uh, and I grabbed him by the arm uh, and asked him if he wouldn't mind taking some time to chat with me. So he did, he graciously accepted uh, and we had a nice chat about uh, mostly about ayahuasca but also his uh, recent work which is kind of maybe going beyond just the study of ayahuasca and looking towards the worldview or the perspective that a lot of these ind indigenous cultures, especially in the Amazon basin, have regarding um, the relationship between people and other um, organisms, but also just things in the world. So, uh, very interesting chat. Hope you enjoy. Okay, Luis. Nice cool. to, uh, well, thank you for, for doing this. I know we had a bit of a back and forth, uh, yeah. and uh, I'm glad I bumped into you outside. But before uh, we get going, I'll just explain to you how I kind of became aware of your work and stuff. Okay. I, I went down to the Amazon in 2008 for the first time, mm -hmm. um, just interested in learning more about uh, ayahuasca and the kind of culture around it and having the experience. And at that time, I, went, I was there for about a month and I went back again in 2009, but around that time, I uh, came across the book um, by Pablo Amaringo yeah, and, and yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just, as everyone, <clears throat> just being... Uh, curious and infatuated with these images because of course anyone who's had that experience can see these images and you know you kind of get a sense for where they're coming from of course you can never fully articulate in words or in imagery that experience but you can see that the landscape is is being drawn out of it so i thought that was incredibly uh, interesting and then I also read the book Inner Past to Outer Space, I see. Okay. Um, okay. which I believe you're a co-author of. Yes, with Ed uh, and, and Rick, uh, Rick, uh, Rick Strassman. Yeah, Rick Strassman. because I had read Rick's first book on DMT and then I read the this book. Molecule, yeah. And uh, so, I, I mean, I'm very fascinated by that kind of work, but I think maybe an interesting place to start might be you know, you, you, I believe you went down to the Amazon for the first time in the, in the early 80s, is that right? I'm born in the Amazon. I'm, but started studying this uh, subject matter, right? Yeah, now. okay. Yeah. No, no, uh, for my, my personal story started back in 1971. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that is that when you started investigating the No, 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 thing? no, no. It, it was the first time I had an experience. Oh, know? okay. Okay. Uh, so not far from where I was born. Yeah. But uh, but the thing is that I have uh, although born in the uh, Florencia in the Colombian Amazon. Although I, now nowadays I cannot even say Amazon. 
Why? Because it has been oh. deforestated, yeah. you know, it's just converted into cattle, you know, yeah. pastures. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I was, I went there for holidays after being away for seven years. I was mm. living in Spain. Mm -hmm. And um, and then met Terence uh, McKenna and then we took the, with, I, I knew, I knew, uh, 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 a German guy who knew a Hungarian guy who knew Don Napolinar, who I knew when I was a child, uh -huh. but I have not met again, you yeah. know. And so we got some yaje, uh -huh. which is not ayahuasca, right. it's yaje. And then, and then we took it. So it was with my Terence. With Terence, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time for both of us. Wow, that's so, fascinating. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So there was the, the introduction, you yeah. know. And, uh, and, and that also, obviously sparked a lot more cu intellectual curiosity on yeah, the subject. Yes, right? yes, you know, because '71, uh, you know, um, I went back to I went to Berkeley in '73 to 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 see Terence. I was in his home two months, yeah, and uh, and of course talking and talking and talking. And, I was just going to say uh, the conversations must have been no, great. No end to, to that, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, and then interesting books had come out, and uh, Terence uh, pointed that out to me. You mm -hmm. know, interesting books like Amazonian Cosmos by Raisa Dolmatov and Peter Forst, The Flesh of the Gods uh, anthology. And a lot of whatever literature came out, Terence knew it very well because yeah. he was also read the scientific papers. Uh, sure, his uh, library so, was legendary. Uh, yeah, so yeah. so so. Yeah, and then uh, I understood that if you are interested in these kind of things, you need a very interdisciplinary approach. Uh, approach. Yeah. So I thought, um, okay, uh, I wrote to Raisel Dolmatov, you don't know him, Amazonic, is that he, he uh, um, recommended and he advised me to study some science. Mm -hmm. So I did that, you know, so I, in Norway, I was in Oslo, I studied it on mathematics to get in and then some organic chemistry and, and so on, yeah. other things, you know, and, um, and then, uh, then I have to leave Norway and went to Finland. So, so, and then I changed, you know, from, from studying science, you know, that I thought that there was the path, you know, but I have to interrupt it, you know because I moved to another country, yeah. another language, you know, right. Norwegian. Okay, I, I could study Norwegian, I speak Norwegian. But, yeah. but again, now to study Finnish, you know, which is, you know, and then I gave up and then changed my path again and went into anthropology or comparative religion, more right. or less. Right. Right? So I have to find a place where I could, I could, uh, where I could, uh, somehow get some direction into, into, into what to study. Yeah. You know? So I visited uh, Professor Oke Hulkrans, who was the head of the Institute of Comparative Religion of, of Stockholm University. I explained to him what I have seen in Peru. Mm -hmm. uh, I have already published a couple of articles. Yeah. The concept of plantist teachers. I don't know if you read it. You know, no. there, is, there is the first time the concept of plant teacher comes out in the scientific literature. And it's so, such a prevalent idea now. Yeah, yeah, know? everybody talks about plant yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, it was the first article, yeah. you know, in 84. And in 86, I did my doctoral dissertation about vegetalista tradition, you know. 86, you know. Yeah. So, 
So with the people, uh, you know, with the ayahuasqueros of that time, yeah. at the time there was no, of course, no ayahuasca tourism, no retreat centers, yeah. no, none of it, yeah. zero. It was, this didn't exist, you know. So how did you go about collecting the, the data for that paper, if I can pause you for one second? Well, I... Uh, you just spent a lot of time in the Amazon with ayahuasqueros. I, I went to... I, I spent my time with one ayahuasca, you know, and then a few of his friends mm -hmm. for several summers, you know. Yeah. So I understood, um, okay, uh, well, I mean, that is the thing, plant teachers, you mm -hmm. know. I understood through Don Emilio, who was uh, became my friend, I'd say informant or shaman. He was a humble man yeah. who knew about ayahuasca and ayahuasquero, but uh, he would never use I'm a shaman or anything like that. Yeah. You know, he was an you know, vegetalista, yeah. that was the term that they used. We became very good friends, and then uh, I made a film about him uh, that you find in YouTube, yeah, uh, Don Emilio and his little yeah. doctors. And um, and so he began to explain to me what is ayahuasca. Well, we took ayahuasca, of course, together. Yeah. Uh, so I, I started to learn about the ideas about you know mm -hmm. what is the cosmology. Yeah. Because anyway, you take you take something like ayahuasca, it is within a certain context, you know. And so sure. and I, I I saw it within the context of vegetalismo, which is not an indigenous uh, tribe, you know. It is mestizo people. Yeah. But this was very interesting because Mestizo people already made some kind of bridge between the indigenous thought and our way of thinking, you know, or let's say more Western, you know. Yeah. Emilio spoke Spanish. Yeah. So so he understood, you know, I mean so he he so by he already translated into Spanish mm -hmm. certain ideas. Not I don't say him, but the tradition, yeah, you know? Yeah. So they already made the, the, the translation, let's say, from some indigenous ideas mm -hmm. into Spanish, you know? And so they talk about the plenty, doctores. They call it doctores. Of course, yeah, yeah. the Indi Indians would not say doctores. But you see, doc when you say doctor, you are already, you know, putting some authority. Sure. And what kind of doctor is that? You know, uh -huh. is that a Western doctor, or, or you know, you see that that immediately you start you, you start to talk about ima the imagination of the you know, then you begin to mix concepts and things. You know, yeah. doctor for him, he probably he was thinking a Western doctor as well, because you know, in Pablo Maringo in his vision, when he became in Ayahuasquero, he was an American doctor. Who, opened his heart and made the surgery. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you see, it's very interesting to see how there is a mirror, you know? Right. Westerns see there, they see the indigenous, the indigenous see the Westerners, you know, yeah. and you mirror each other, you know? Well, and sometimes so, there's a interest in the, the other. The of course. Form, you know? Of course, there is always interest in the other, yeah. and the power is always there. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> there, not here, there. Yeah. You know? And so you mix things, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, and I have been all my life just, just like trying to make sense, you know, to some of the ideas that I, I that I... Um, what are, so you wrote this paper in 84, right? 84, Published yeah. this paper. What are, and you just mentioned you spend a lot of your life trying to understand yeah. these ideas. What are some of the big questions that you're currently grappling with? You know, because what a lot of people encounter ayahuasca, and especially if they speak with someone like you that has so much experience studying it, they try, they ask, you know, uh, how long has it been around for? And it's you know presumably been around for 
millennia, right? But like, no, that is not true. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, there is no, there is no evidence for that. You know? when, how far back does the evidence go? There is a thing, you or know, is it all that, anecdotal? Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, there is a certain. I mean, there are some some people who have been working with this. Yeah, um, and uh, apparently there is some kind of. Okay, ayahuasca, I mean, the, the problem, we have to start with the plants, you know? Yeah. And what is ayahuasca? Yeah. So you said two plants, you know, but instead of capi, psychotravididis. Okay, yeah. for the first, uh, in Yahe is another, and you know, it's not psychotravididis, Diplopterus cabrerana. Mm -hmm. But then the uh, other, other uh, uh, indigenous tribe have used other additives, you know? Right. So, so you say, if you think of ayahuasca, you have to think of the vine. Mm -hmm. So it is the capi complex, right. you know? Yeah. And, and this vine, you can add different things, you know, many other things, you know? When mm -hmm. I was doing my dissertation, you know, it, these are the doctors that you can add to them, you know? Yeah. And so, so in a way, you can say that in, a, in the ayahuasca will be, or the vine will be like some sort of access, portal access to other plants, or, yeah. or through, through that vine, that combination, you access other plants. But is it not true that uh, in the, the traditional concoction, let's say, with Socotri brutus and Banisteriopsis, is, is not Banisteriopsis the active compound and that is harming and the DMT is actually in the Socotri viridis? Is that not the case? The, the DMT is in the Socotri viridis. The right. DMT is what gives you the visions. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the vine does many other things. Right. One of the things that the vine does through harming, it is the... The, um, the MAO inhibitor? The inhibition yeah. of the MAO. Yeah. It's one of the things that harmin does, but right. harmin, harmin does many other things in tetrahydrohermine as well. Mm -hmm. So there is the medicinal aspects to it, you right. know, which is doing things in your, in your system uh -huh. at different levels. And then you have the DMT. Okay, the DMT, which is on one side, is doing something in the immune system. That's the work of Attila Tsavo and Edefrexka. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's giving you the visions, you know, which, you know, so these are these these are very simple molecules, mm. but with multiple function, functions. Right. You know. So it's not this. It's this. It's a branch of things right. and happening. the combinatory effect. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. so you have this combination of effects. You right. Know? The Western people put a lot of attention, mostly most, and me too. You know, I, that's what I did. You know, uh, for years and years is to the visions. You know? mm -hmm. But um, but uh, but. Um, the visions is only one aspect to it. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, the emphasis in the Amazon is more on the body than on the on the mind. Right. So there is not this. Uh, you know, it is the it's but the body mind. You know, in a way. You know, it's, you know, it is. Uh, it's not only see beautiful things. It is you become strong. Right. You become strong so that you are able to experience things as well. You know, of, you know, of. Then we put labels, other dimensions of whatever you know, right. you know, or you know, or experience a, a, a other set of consciousness, you know, yeah. a different kind, which you then relate to nature, you know, to what is around them, yeah. and then there we have already, I say, nature, like if nature was there, but, but but it is not you integration know, of it. it in some yes, way. you know, because yeah. they also think that culture, you know, there is culture in nature, you know, yeah. so the, you know, so yeah. so that. Uh, the Amazon is is not a collection of plants. You know, it is a world of within worlds right. of you know. Right. Even sometimes Pablo Marengo, cities. You know, yes. put it as cities. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, he did it in futuristic cities or ancient cities. But all but the Indians, if you them, they draw. They will 
uh, other kind of cities, more of their kind of cities or yeah. villages and so on. Based on the differences in plant and animal dynamics happening yeah, in the Yeah, and based on whatever have been exposed to, you know, because that's the thing, you, you cannot think of the Indians as being, you know, isolated, you know. No, they have been contact, you know, it's 500 years of in and going, going yeah. into the Amazon, I mean, and, and the deaths, you know, that, sure, of course, sure. you know. We're, we're, I, there's a huge amount of subject matter that we just yeah. kind of covered. But again, back to the, 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 the first question there is having all this, we're kind of starting at the end, but having all this experience, you know, you know being down there with Terrence at the beginning and then uh, writing your first paper and then spending time uh, giving talks, continuing research, all these things, getting more deeply into the subject matter, mm-hmm. increasing your understanding. What at this stage is the most some of the more fascinating questions that you're trying to answer in this realm of research? No, I think what is happening now is that uh, is the connection of the dots. Mm-hmm. You know, when you Tell see, me. you know, I mean, you, I mean, I was telling you about the effects of the vine, you know, yeah. and fish in the medicinal effects and the effects in, 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 in the DMT in the mind, okay. But then you, you begin to see how and that's going to be the subject of my talk, in a way, how um, the um, Amazonian, or I say Amazonian, but it's really pre-Columbian, Andean, um, um, sorry, not Andean, pre-Columbian, Amerindian yeah. way of thinking, uh, which you also find in other places, you find in Australia, you find in Africa, of course, you know. Yeah. So there is some kind of animism, you know, which right. everything is intelligent, everything is alive, you are related to everything, you are mm-hmm. king of whatever animal, plants or animal, so you are not isolated, you are not the top, you know. Right. So they, these ideas are there, but we completely, you know, in the Western world, you know, because of religions, religion, and also because the Greek, the Greek thinking was the same as well, mm-hmm. we are the measure of everything, Right. so it was put Us, aside. everything else, yeah. separate. But then has been this developing, in, in, in especially biology, this was fascinates me, mm-hmm. the, the biologists, the people who are specialized in certain animals, this and that, and then they see the intelligence. You know, anyone yeah. who has been, you know, good you're working with chimpanzees, they will recognize right. the intelligence within the chimps. You right. Know? I mean, and everyone working on, you know, if you're with octopus or you're working with birds or with, Everyone is recognizing right, that, right. you know. Or even on a super basic level, if, if you, you just have a pet, right? Absolutely. You can see a, a, yes, a little exactly. bit. Yes, exactly. You see the intelligence. Yeah. I mean, so, so, okay. So, in a way, after this long trip, you know, yeah. then we have the specialists who begin to see the thing in a different way. You know? And also the plant the specialists. Mm-hmm. People working with plant behavior, you know, and all that, you yeah. know. So, 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 um, what is happening is that the two worlds begin to get together. Understand each other better. Yes, maybe. exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. if everything is intelligence, yeah. intelligent, you know, then we are talking about an animistic world, you know. Right. So we are, we are talking about interior horizon in everything. Yeah. And then we are in an animistic world, you know. Right. And that's what we need. And I, I'm getting from your smile and your enthusiasm that you believe that's a good thing, that we're it, gaining an understanding that is of what the world we in that need. way. You know, in a way, yeah. we need some kind of animistic attitudes in we order to not to get do... out of the mess in which we are. You know, right. I mean, we are running to the precipice. You know, right. we, I mean, this is completely unsustainable. Yeah, you know, this society is unsustainable. Yeah. So, 
we have to change. We have to change. And I think that these kind of things, you know, may help. This, this kind of idea. At least I don't say in a religious way, sure, you know, sure, sure. but to, to begin it's to think that, oh, well, there is something of, there, you know. Yeah. Perhaps these people are not so dumb as we thought. You right. Know? They're intelligent so always, in another way. Than yeah, the Western always put them on top, you know. Yeah. Say, oh, well, there is something there, you know. Yeah. And let's listen. Yeah. And see what are the tools they use. Yeah. In order to to experience those states. Absolutely. You know? I mean, They're, what is their cosmology? And that's what I see. This is very interesting. You know, that's what is happening. Yeah. And I think that uh, is attributed to a lot of the open mindedness that's kind of happening these days. But I think you're right in saying, you know, Western civilization, for a broad term has their tools and their mindset and their perspective, and then they for, put, pursue knowledge in this track. And it's, you know, a lot of benefit to be derived absolutely, from that. Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, these people that you're referring to in that general area have been devoting their kind of intellectual and okay. scientific inquiry in another track. Exactly. And I think, I mean, it goes without saying, but to discard that no, out no, of no. hand because they look different than, than us is a huge mistake. Absolutely. Right? You know, that is the dialogue is necessary. Yeah. That, so is, that is, you know, do you, so that's what, yeah. Do you see, is, is a big part of the motivation for your work trying to translate what they are doing so that this group over here can appreciate it or understand it better? Okay, what I'm doing is <laughs> reading books. <laughs> reading you books know what I and mean? meeting people. Right, right. Meeting the people. Meet, but you're meet saying people this, you're, writing you're, the books, you're telling you know? these stories, exactly. you're, you're, you're interpreting this. So yeah. basically what you're doing, you're a translator. You're, you're trying to I'm, learn what I'm, you can from this group from, and translate it to course, another. You know, yeah. and, and, and it is not this group and that group. It's just like the, the diversity within each. Sure, you sure. Know, because then you have the, the... But using the distinction we made a second ago of Western scientific and that, yeah, exactly. you know, you're... Not a lot of them are, are able to come to the Western world and articulate in a way that a Western audience might understand. Yeah, right? but slowly it's happening. Yeah, well, because of the work that you've been doing, right? <laughs> and, and other people, yeah. yeah. It, it's happening. Yeah. So I think that, therefore, I'm passionate about what I'm doing because I think it is important, simply that. Yeah. Know? Not for me, I mean, for my yeah. you know. But is, you're, uh, so to put a capstone on that question, your kind of personal drive of curiosity now is... The, looking at the more kind of uh, world, animistic worldview bridges. Of, of these bridges between science and animistic uh, way of thinking, right? Bridges, you know. So, so that I, I would like more people get, the, you know, see to see the way uh, the, the 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 scientific uh, uh, way is fantastic. I right. mean, it is yeah. extremely efficacious, yeah. you know, yeah. and precise, but. There is something else which mm -hmm. this way of the, is missing. So we need this dialogue both ways. Yeah. Learn from each other. Absolutely. So so and yeah. it, and the the research you've done in recent years is that uh, trying to illuminate that in, well, in some way. You know what I'm doing now. I mean, the, the last thing that I did. You know, probably <laughs> you have seen this. Uh, this is one of the things you know we putting together, um, putting together. Um, um, testimonies in a way, or you know, from people, from indigenous people, from scientists, from botanists, from writers, from you know, so their, their experiences of the medicine, or it's it's a variety of texts. Some are test, you know, all of them with experience, personal experience. A lot, I mean, most of it is encounters, yeah. you know, encounters with the with the sacred vine, you know, so. 
So, so this is one of the things that that, that I've been doing. And Just throw it out there so everybody can see. Yeah. Um, and what what do you make of the way you know? You mentioned that when you and Terence were there, and then when you were there early on, there was no retreats, lodges, villas, and no, tourism. No, any kind. This came many, many, many sure, years. Sure, sure. So my my question is, what do you make of the current landscape around ayahuasca? <laughs> okay, for the first, I have not been there for a long time. Into so the I, Amazon in, area, yeah, in the yeah. Peruvian Amazon. Yeah. You know, so so the last time was in the year two thousand. Which I I was there just briefly. They invited me to one of these conferences. I gave a talk, and then uh, and then I with a bus with a lot of uh, young people to yeah. a to a ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I saw a, a, a person I know from many years uh, back, Guillermo Revalo. Mm-hmm. So 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 that was my last experience. I have not been there. I don't know anything about personal experience about the retreats right. and all that. I have a student who is now. Michael Cole, who is writing his PhD for Hawaii uh, University of Hawaii, yeah. who is uh, doing his field work there and is telling me things, you know, about the many centers, 150 centers, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so w- well then, in, let's change the question. What do you make? Obviously, ayahuasca is being discussed uh, in more uh, broad yeah. circles these yeah. days, right? In different areas. Yeah. What do you make of, of, of that? Like, do you like being a part of those discussions? Do you think there's a lot of misinformation or good information? Or what do you think of the general rise and the, 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 the popularity or recognition of this? Yeah, well, for the first, for me, I mean, which I haven't seen it since. Well, there was nothing there, right? You must have gone to parties when you were in the 80s just telling people what you were doing and people not knowing anything about that, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I was giving talks you yeah. Know, uh, yeah, at the time. People about, would have had no context. No, no. Yeah. No, but because because it was something new, I, I was invited to a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, psychologists and this and that. So, But at the time, of course, it was little known. There was already some literature in the anthropology, and then there was some literature also published in Peru mm-hmm. in Spanish, you know, but it was unknown in the Western world, uh, nearly, you know, except for a few few people. Yeah, and so it was it was new, and now all this, you know, I mean, everywhere, you know, there are people talking about ayahuasca yeah. and all this, you know. I, I just to interrupt you for a sec. I, I've lived in Shanghai, China, for the last seven years, uh-huh. and that's kind of the last place you would think you could access an ayahuasca experience and you may think you shouldn't there right but my point is just in various cities around the world now people are facilitating this experience yeah, yeah. and i met a, a, a guy from spain last year who in a sub in the suburbs of shanghai in a big you know house with a garden and stuff every other week every second week he hosts 10 people and they do ayahuasca ceremonies uh which is just to me was just the craziest thing yeah, ever. I could. Yeah, I, no, couldn't. I heard. I heard that it's, it's in so many yeah. different places. Right. Right. So, well, surprised, of course. Um, but there may be something behind. You know, the thing is that this has so many different levels. Sure. You, know? you, you, sure, sure. you can think of that in many different levels. You know, so yeah. you could be also a little bit teleologic, you know, teleological, you know, in a way, you know. It's very strange that this vine suddenly, you know, it's everywhere. What is it bringing? Yeah. What are people doing? What yeah. are the results? Um, because right. that's the only thing that interests me, you know. That's what end. matters, yeah. Okay, people take ayahuasca, and so what? 
Yeah. What happens? What are you doing in your practical life? How many right. trees are you planting? Right. How many are How you, do you integrate your... the things you learn in that experience, exactly. impact it head? Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what is interesting to me. People yeah. taking ayahuasca, okay, the people can take many things. You sure, know? sure, sure. But it is the impact, you know. And apparently, it's having some good impact in you know in many different ways. I hear these, you know, in conferences, you know, so good. But also problems, you know, for lack of proper integration. Yeah. So I, I met, uh, I know, psychologists who are specialized in taking care of those people who went to Peru to take ayahuasca and came out yeah. and. And sure. with some uh, sure. problems, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, no proper integration. Yeah. yeah, as you know, these experiences are so powerful right. that you you need to go into it prepared as to the extent possible. Prepare as much as possible, yeah. and then integrate. Yeah. And the integration is absolutely crucial. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, otherwise, you know, it's, you know, it's just for fun or it's for an experience yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, and, yeah, and it can even be. And it diminishes the impact if you don't figure out how to wrestle with what happened yeah, yeah. and then it can be a commo out. commodity yeah. right just, exactly you know yeah. like yeah i did paris i did brussels i did you know just yeah yeah, yeah. okay did so. you did you think back in the day when you first kind of sparked this and you were really interested in in pursuing learning more and stuff did you think it would become uh so commonplace no no impossible. you thought it would be a niche no, interest no, of yours no, for a long time uh, for me, yeah. I mean, well, for me, you know. The, no, no. I mean, I mean, when when you first got into it, did you then think later it would become so commonplace? No, no. no I never thought that it would going to be common right. this way, impossible. Yeah. But apparently, you know, this book Ayahuasca Visions had a very strong impact. Right. You know, because people should see, wow, what is this? You know. So, so apparently, yeah, there was an impact. But I, one thing that I liked in a way that I that I'm perhaps partially responsible, it is that the ayahuasca was always the idea of the diet of keeping a diet when you are taking it. You know, it was presented from the very beginning. I presented in that way for the very beginning, '84, '86 in my doctor's dissertation, and then in the in the ayahuasca. So I think that in a way, perhaps I hope that helped to understand people that it is not simply taking a product, you know, and, yeah. but there is preparation, there right. is, a, you know, and then and then in order, if you are going to give it to other people, you have to prepare yourself. Yeah, you have to go through, through some kind of training. Yeah, it is not simply ah okay good now you I I am an ayahuasca I can give it you know, right. and this has happened apparently a lot you know a lot of people with very little preparation. Are shamans, you know, yeah. very dangerous, very. very dangerous for the ego inflation. Yeah, because suddenly you have something that has power, right. and you have it, and it has immense power, and you're the right. one exactly. administering and, and controlling. So, so you have, you know, and that's very dangerous. And then, you know, there are so many consequences, bad consequences, but I hope also positive. And yeah. I'm going to talk about <laughs> that some of the possibilities. Uh, about that, uh, the ayahuasca, uh, once not ayahuasca, not the brew. Take out the DMT, yeah. just just the vine yeah. itself as a medicine, enormous possibilities, right. including for the reforestation. Yeah, well, that kind of leads me to my last question because I know you've got yeah. some things you want to attend. What is, in your mind, the most exciting aspect of this area of study or research or practice right now? 
like you know when you think of uh, this everything to do with it what's you mentioned that the, the vine and, and reforestation or, or, or yeah, what? Okay. Well, the, the, what I, I was telling you what is the most interesting is connecting the dots you yeah. know I can see that you can see this phenomenon from many different perspectives yeah. and they are all very interesting and I hope that it this will have an effect I mean okay you know everybody here is interested in in this we are just a tiny bit sure, fraction sure, sure. in you know in the world yeah. you know? but somehow it seems that at least you know something is happening you yeah. know especially young people and so I hope that it's not only that this it's not the spreading of ayahuasca it is the spreading of certain understanding of the human relationship with the environment right with nature yeah. with or whatever you know the nature produces including all those plants you know that we can eat and yeah. we can uh, relate right you know in so many different levels you know? right so, so connecting the dots and bringing it all together and hoping that this these experiences in this area of research kind of permeates yeah, yeah. multiple aspects of society and people's yeah, yes, behavior exactly, and life exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool. so so that that's my hope right well it's my hope too right. Luis, okay. it was very nice right. to meet you and speak okay. with you thank you very much you. for the opportunity